What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the HSP Podcast. I am Jeff Martin alongside my tag team partner, the trendsetter, Brian Berger. We are the Jersey Wrecking Crew, and we're back with, a, with another interview for you guys. And joining us today, she is a fitness model, podcaster, radio and TV personality, and she's motivating the Jersey Wrecking Crew here today. Welcome to the show, Mia Motivation. How are you today? Thanks for coming on. Hey, thank you, guys. So appreciate you. I am doing amazing, just loving life, taking one day at a time. So thank you for having me on. Awesome. Thank you so much. And now I caught a little little bit of your IG live uh, this week and you're doing a lot of football stuff. So you're really, uh, you know, working with the fans and getting their picks and stuff like that. So obviously you're in Florida, right? You're in uh, Tampa. Yes, I'm flow grown, born and raised. So you, so you're Tampa a, Bay, as she calls yeah, it. Yeah. So you're Tampa uh, Bay, you're, baby. Tampa Bay. Wait, wait, we gotta say Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a hater, but all right, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> right. I uh, hate us for breakfast, so we're good. Yeah, or or Tampa Bay. So you're a Bucks fan, and so first and foremost, you're doing this now all year now, interacting with the fans and getting their picks and stuff like that. Are you gonna be doing that all season? Absolutely, because that's what the fans want. So I give them what they want. And it's all about them because that's why I'm in the situation that I'm in. It's because of them. So, you know, I want to cater to them. It's not about me. It's about my fans. So, and it's NFL. So I want to pertain to what's trending, to what they love, what they like. And I mean, come on, NFL football. So, you know, I'm all about it. And I, I grew up as a tomboy, so I love sports. So I, it's just, it's fitting. Was football the, the first sport you fell in love with, or or is it the second or third sport you fell in love with? Well, baseball was my first sport that I fell in love with because that was the very first team that I made on the boys' team, and I had to prove myself. I had to show them that I was um, up to par, that I was worth it, that I was as good or better, and I showed that to them when I was running around the baseball field, and I beat everybody. So it just showed them, like, oh, shit, like, this girl's, like, legit. Not only can she play, but she's fast as fuck. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I was, a, you know, I was always the one that had to like prove people wrong. Like, oh, you don't think I can play? So I have a shirt that says "Underestimate me." That'll be fun. And I've literally had to live that out my whole entire life. Yeah, and obviously, it's what's it's what's getting you to where you are now. But real quick though. Your outlook on the Bucks season right now? We're about to start the season in a few weeks, but just a quick outlook at what you expect from your Buccaneers. I mean, they've always like started off, you know, pretty rocky. And I think it's kind of, (laughs) it's funny to me because they want to get people's reactions. They want to get people talking and that's media, you know, whether it's good or bad, uh, it's publicity. So I think that um, it's exciting. And I, I just, I'm used to them, you know, like they lost their first preseason game. Okay. But at the same time, you don't put all your good players out your first game, especially preseason. So it's until like until actual season when it really does count. That's when we really should be talking about it. Yeah, no, most definitely. A lot of people, a lot of fans, though, it's make or break the preseason, right? They're like they get nervous if they go on and three or, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. But you got Tom Brady. He came. He's back with the Bucks now. Hopefully everything uh, will work there. First year coach Todd Bowles. Uh, but believe me, Mia, you have an easy life compared to this guy over here next to me. I'm a, he's a Jet fan. So like first preseason game, he's like, oh, our coach is completely inept. He doesn't know what he's doing. I'm a giant fan, so I'm not even worried about this season. So, yeah, it's like there you go. 
yeah see but i'm a jets mets fan so i'm used to like being in pain all the time i'm used to disappointment <laughs> so like the first preseason game where zach got hurt i'm like oh well there it goes i can't even sit my butt down to enjoy a preseason game my quarterback is already out for a few uh, it's it, it, it's terrible life you're, is over the world has ended <laughs> yeah you're a bucks and you've seen a championship uh, the trends that are here seen a championship. Oh, you you got to believe he, he came up and told me uh, our season's over. Zach's injured. I'm like, well, even with Zach Wilson, your season wasn't guaranteed. You're going to make the playoffs. So it's like, not only have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers on your team. Relax there for a second. I got Daniel Jones. I, I have nothing to complain about. Right now. All right. So well, Mia. it's not how you start. It's how you finish. So, you know, it's, it's all about, uh, all right, let's build the momentum. And then, you know, but again, anything can happen. So whether you start strong or you start weak, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's about the end of the season. So I don't get nervous. I just get excited. There you go. There you go. Uh, hopefully I can take that advice into this season. It won't. So me motivation for you. There you go. That's all about it's what it's all about today. So hey, maybe you can motivate him. I, I, <laughs> I can't get anywhere with this guy. So, about it. <laughs> so when we've seen you or we, have gotten to know you was from your time with WWE when you were a Bobby Lashley hype girl, right? You were with, yes. you were with him during that. Now you've been asked a lot of questions about that and how you got started in it. But here's my question too, that I wanted to, to ask you. One of the first things was that this was during the pandemic, right? So this is, you're going into, in, into the arenas, but it's not with a live crowd. So you're coming right. out there or you're coming out there and you've done fitness competitions or you had a bunch of, you know, a, a, a crowd and everything like that, a live audience, but walking into something where like it's TV monitors with the fans on display, like was that a weird feeling for you? Because you're thinking, oh man, I'm gonna be here on coming out, coming out to WWE Arena, and I'm gonna get the fans chanting. But it's not really the case. You had to do it in front of like these TV monitors with fans on the computer and everything like that. How how weird was that? It really wasn't weird to be honest with you because number one, I'm in the Thunderdome with WWE. Like that right there in itself is exciting. So I already had the energy and the hype within me to begin with before I even stepped into the building. Then when you're actually going through the gorilla and you're going down the ramp and into the ring, you know, of course, if there was a live audience, it would have elevated the energy like 10 times more. But I come with energy as it is. And I already imagined that all the live fans were there. So it really is like a mindset when you're going into it. Just imagine there's X amount of fans going like eight shit crazy. How are you going to react? So that's how I went into it. But it was it was a hell of an experience. It was so much fun. Uh, you get to see like the ins and outs of, you know, the BTS of what they got to go through. And I mean, I will never, ever, you know, be able to say um, you know, that it happened, like that experience alone. And the cool thing is, is that it was supposed to be a one and done. It was just like a, hey, can you just, you know, show face and be a Bobby Lashley VIP um, squad? And I was like, yeah, okay. And it was a week to week thing. So it was supposed to be a one and done. They loved us so much that the second time they said, okay, Mia, can you bring in another four girls? And this is what we're looking for. So they basically put it on me to select handpick and select the girls. They wanted girls that have a specific look to them. So that was work on my end. It's not like it was easy, like, let me just call up, you know, all my girls that have this look. So I had to be very particular. And believe it or not, some of the girls good, um, couldn't because they had a boyfriend and their boyfriend wasn't approving that they would be on WWE. And I'm just like, 
<laughs> more reason to be single. I was like, are you kidding me? Your boyfriend should be honored and like get off on just you being on WWE. So I was just like, wow, okay, bye, <laughs> next. <laughs> so the second time that I brought, like recreated the girl group, the girl gang, uh, they loved us so much. We had such an amazing chemistry that they kept inviting us over and over to the point where we were on eight episodes. Again, it was supposed to be a one and done. So every Thursday and Friday, we were waiting to see, are we gonna be on this week? Are we not? Are we gonna be on this week? Are we not? And so it was so cool to have like, be at the edge of your seat and not know. It's like that mystery, that spontaneous, like, you know, do we change our schedule? Do we block this off? And uh, so, I mean, I'm just very honored to have been selected and chosen to be a, not only on WWE, but to be a leader and to hand pick the females that we worked with because all in all is chemistry like you two this podcast would not be what it is if you two didn't have the chemistry that you have so imagine five beautiful women not being catty not being competitive but actually working together to make each other look good and have like phenomenal chemistry you know that's hard to find well mia i applaud you for saying that we have chemistry i don't see it <laughs> I went to every single I day. Feel I feel it. I feel it. That's all that work. matters. Almost working <laughs> with this guy every single day. Um, but again, it's it's a labor of love, and he is my labor. Uh, but talking <laughs> about, you know, you said like for example, in, in in past interviews, I mean, you didn't sign up for WWE. They, you know, that you got given an opportunity. But now with the opportunity, you said it was it was going to be a, a one one and done. Basically, they kept asking you to come back more and more, and blocking out your schedule. How would you say was the difference from? Clearly, you had done so many things prior to this to get to get noticed and to you know create your brand of what you are currently now and continually growing. But how much did it change after you're on WWE television? Oh, big time. the The difference is with WWE. That is the longest standing network on TV globally that is in, in the world. So for me to be on that type of platform versus a fitness com competition that's you know, uh, it's, 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 it's like this. I mean, you Absolutely. can't really, you yeah. can't really compare it. Um, it is like the top, like to me being on WWE platform was like the ultimate level because it's, it has the credibility, the notoriety, the longest standing fan base. Uh, my God, it's, it's, it's global and it's the oldest standing. So it has history and it's rich in that. So for me to be on it was one, I didn't apply. I didn't try. It's something that you have to be in the right place at the right time to get on it. And, you know, there's people that that break their backs, literally, that uh, will do whatever it takes to be on WWE. And the the crazy thing is I that wasn't even like a goal of mine. It was not something that, you know, I wanted to pursue or accomplish. I have a home gym in my house. And uh, during the pandemic, I got even busier because all the gyms were closing down and I was getting influx of requests of people wanting to work out in my home gym. And I also did online training for people who, you know, had like say a couple of weights and just wanted to use our body weight. So I was perfectly fine, you know, working from home, not being, I didn't need to be famous. I prefer being rich over fame any day. So just so I got like, I rather have the money and live the life and not have the X on my back and people after me. So I'd rather be rich over fame. And uh, so I was fine and comfortable in my home gym, pumping up people, being the hype girl. And when that, and it was, today's a Tuesday. So turning up Tuesday, yeah, I actually exactly. got a call on a Tuesday morning, say, hey Mia, what do you think about 
uh, coming on Monday Night Raw next week. I was like, duh, sign me <laughs> up. Exactly. I love the camera, <laughs> lights, camera, action. I'll bring it. Let's go. Yeah, Jeff, I checked out that gym she had posted for. Dude, like that is a, an, an amazing gym. Like honestly, oh. that is my like dream to have something like that. <laughs> don't want a gym membership anymore. I want my own personal oh, gym, yeah. my own that I can go to. I don't want to worry about wearing sneakers. I'll work out of my underwear if I have to. I don't care. <laughs> it's, naked it's, workouts is the exactly. way to go. Exactly. Best workouts to go. <laughs> Jump right into the shower. No problem there. But uh and you don't have to look cute for nobody. You don't have to no. like yeah, exactly. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to fight for parking. You don't have to deal with negative vibes, negative music, no drama. It's just like, let's go. Exactly. Yeah, I, I always told the trendsetter, it's not it's not being at the gym. It's it's going there. You know what I mean? It's always been like it's like the mindset, like to actually drag myself out, take the drive to the car and go. But once I'm there, you know, it's it's, a wrap. It, it's 100 percent. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the hardest see, part is. What's the hardest part? The hardest part is showing up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's that's so it's, that's why to my clients. I'm like, if you if you're already here, if you got your ass, if you got your ass out of bed, put your workout clothes on, not in your like, you know, just any type of clothes, not your moo-moo, not your jammies. <laughs> but if you put your workout clothes on, you got your ass in the car and drove to me, that is the hardest part because you had to like say, Fuck, I gotta get up, I gotta do this. You know, forget about water. I got I got your water, I got your towel. Um, but it's just you getting there is the hardest part. And that's where you just nailed it on the head. It's just like getting to the gym. You know, if you're there, it's a wrap. Half the work is already done. Now you just got to make moves. So Mia, tons of credit for you because some people during the pandemic decided to like, you know, it's my time just to scrub around and just, you know, be lazy, do Get nothing. Because, whoa, whoa is me. Mm -hmm. Blame but it you on COVID. Actually, exactly. Blame <laughs> yes. it on COVID. Uh, but you decided to take that negative into a positive and you've all you've increased your social media. You've done some amazing things on Instagram. She's a great follow. Follow her uh, on her Instagram um, at Mia Motivation. Uh, the, the body art, that, that's a new thing that's coming out now. Or maybe it's not a new thing, but talk about that and your experience with it is something that was new to you. Uh, what, what was your experience like and did you enjoy it? Oh, my gosh. I love being naked. First and foremost, I just that's why I love working from home because I'm like, do I have to get dressed for work? No, I don't. Okay, cool. You know, it's just like if I want to just wear a T-shirt and panties, if I just want to be, you know, naked, I can be naked. And being art, being chosen to be in an art show, in a live art show, where all you, you basically have to be naked and have stickers put on to you strategically by three or four different people. I think that's exciting to me. I'm just like, ooh, you know, like who's 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 working on me today? Like who's who's hard on me today? And it's just and so like I bring the hype, I bring the music. I can't I can't work with no music. Like right now it's really hard for me because I don't have any music in the background, but I legit meal prep with music, I work out to music, I get dressed to music, I go to sleep to music, I do everything with music because to me it's like the heartbeat of life. And, you know, when you go live on IG, you can't have music because they shut you down. Oh, yeah. So that's why I just decided, like, no, let me not put music in the background just in case, you know, yeah, you, you want to use this for anything else. Yeah, you get a but, call and be like, hey, Mia, can we do it all over again? Please? Right. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've already, like, avoided those pitfalls. Um, but I think it's exciting. Like, whenever I get called to do something live, it's more exciting for me because I get to see people's reactions versus doing a photo shoot. It's, it's fun, don't get me wrong, but you don't get to see the live reaction. Whereas like on radio, when I used to do radio, it was great, but I was stuck in a room with two other guys and I couldn't see the audience's reaction. So when we did live like sticker stops or we did live shows when we we're introducing artists, 
it was amazing because when I'm on stage with a microphone introducing Danity Kane or whoever it was at the time, it's the electricity that goes through my body to see and hear the reaction of the crowd. When you're in a live art show, you get to see that. You get to see people are going, oh, oh, did you see that? Oh, and you get to read the lips. And then that just feeds my energy. I'm just like, oh, you like that? Okay, let me just do this. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like you can feel the people's energy in the room. Whereas, you know, behind a TV screen or behind a phone, you can't, you know? So it's, it's hard to like feed off of that energy um, if, you're not, if you're not doing something that's live. Spoken like a true show woman. She knows it. She oh, yeah. Off the that's what you can tell You're right an entertainer, away. basically. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I mean, you, you, you go out there and you want that crowd reaction. You live off of those things. But at the same time, like you said, when you're in the Thunderdome, for example, it didn't have that. But still, you could reproduce that with music or certain things in your mind mentality-wise to get yourself ready and prepared and amped up for that. You know, something I I'd mentioned to Jeff, when we first saw you on WWE television though i said you know i don't say i have many talents besides this mustache that i have right now that i'm working on <laughs> i like um, it thank you see, <laughs> see? see? everyone working. does that that's it's, it's my trademark more mustache now. Like this. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> i was gonna get a i'm working on something here you'll see it eventually. but um what i noticed about you is that i have to always told jeff too in terms of any form of entertainment, there's there's one particular thing. It's that it thing that you can't describe that you can sometimes notice in people. Either you're seeing that either live in person or you're seeing that coming through the screen and you're, you're, you're experiencing that. Something with you is you carry yourself a particular way. And I've always told Jeff, perception is reality. You carry yourself like a boss because in your mind you are a boss. I wanted to ask you, where did that mentality come Did you always have that self-confidence within yourself or is it something that you kind of built within yourself? Because there's some people that are like that, some people that aren't, but seeing your dedication to your fitness lifestyle and where you are now, was that a big um, a big reason why you are you you act the way you do now? I absolutely love that question because no, I was not always like this. And this is where I come with a Mia motivation. This is where Mia motivation was birthed because when I was, let's say, hmm, between the age, like right after the radio, like when I was even on the radio, I didn't carry myself like a boss. I really didn't. It was a kind of like fake it till you make it. And it wasn't until I had my second child and it wasn't until I went through a really hard, uh, let's say breakup because we weren't married. And, um, you know, but I knew my values, I knew my standards and I knew what I wanted if I was gonna have a family. and. Once I put the ultimatum down and I said, listen, this is how I want my life. This is how I want my family. If you can't abide by that, then you could leave or you could continue doing what you're, you know, doing. Um, either let's make, let's go to counseling. Let's get this better or, you know, live your life and, and, and be an alcoholic basically. Okay. So when that person chose to choose the bottle over family, that's where Mia had to make a decision. That's where the fork in the road was. And I was like, okay, do I let this break me or do I let this make me? And it's so easy to be broken. It's so, I mean, naturally as, as human beings, we become broken through hardships, through heartache, through disappointments, failures, whatnot. However, what makes a person a boss is what they do from that hardship. What do you do in that moment? Do you just give up, throw in the towel and say, fuck it? Or do you say, you know what? I'm gonna utilize this situation to fuel me and push me basically like a slingshot 
into the level that I need to be at and where I want to be at. And it was at 32 years old that I decided to say, nope, I'm not going to let this break me. Even though I have two kids, even though I've never done a fitness competition, and, and usually most people start in their early 20s, this is something I've always wanted to do, but I never had the belief in myself to be able to do a fitness competition. Because I'm Cuban, I like food, I like to eat. It's always like shoved in my face. Hey, you wanna you wanna go eat free food, especially Spanish food? Hell yeah, and I can tear it up. I know you're Latina. I know it's tough to, to say no to <laughs> the, the food rice, there. man. The rice. I can't have meals without rice. So it's like kind of is, the rice. Yeah. I mean. I'm all about the dessert. You're like, give me some mm. leches, give me some, you know, but I like Listen, it all. You're, you're Cuban. We're proving descent too. So we know it's like, it's hard to stay on a diet when you have such good food and good tasting food yes. that you're so comfortable with to do that. So no. More and you know what today is? Oh, it's Taco National Tuesday. Cuban Sandwich <laughs> Day. Oh man. Ooh. Oh, and you're in the, you're like in the capital of. I'm Cuban in the hub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's like right there at your, at your disposal. So you know uh, you, I'm gonna be posting up some uh, pictures and videos of me eating a sandwich, a Cuban that's sandwich. Fun. Just like that's that. Fun. <laughs> that's what we expect. That you you mentioned your kids and everything like that. You talk about motivating people. How have they motivated you to, to to be where you are right now as well? well it's because of, honestly, it's because of them. Like I feel that the reason why I have two kids is because one, I got two hands. If I had more, I'd lose them. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, you know, if I if this was not screwed on, I would lose it too. So I just feel like having them in my life, number one, they I have them tatted inked on me because they, they form I don't know if put together, but they form a heart, a heartbeat. So when That's people awesome. wanna lose their life, you know, it's like I slip my wrist, you know, if you want to lose my life, but they bring me life. So this is why I strategically inked myself on the wrist. At 35 years old, I got my first ink and it was um on my wrist and I put their names and then I put freedom on my back with birds. That was my very first ink session. I was done with that. I didn't get addicted after that. I was like, okay, that's all I want. You know, you don't you don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari or Lamborghini or Bentley, you know. So I didn't want to be like all inked up. And it wasn't until this year that I got my sleeves. And I, yeah. when I when I have my mindset on something, like I just do it. I don't I don't let not I don't think about it like too much. I just if I want something, I just go after it. So going back to my kids. Uh, it was because of them. If if I didn't have my kids and I was in that situation, it would have been easy to just, you know, it, it wouldn't, one, it wouldn't have been so difficult. It wouldn't have been such a hardship on me. But because I had my kids, it was more of a hardship. So I, I love to motivate other single moms because they're always making excuses. Oh, well, you know, I'm single. Or oh, I have these kids. I'm like, yeah, and it, it's because of that is why I am where I am. So utilize that, like, let that be your fuel, let that be your reason. And, you know, this is why I ink them on my hands is because they remind me that it's not about me. Everything I do is to create an empire and an example. So if my kids say, when they grow up, they, they can't say, oh, I just don't want to do this or um, mom and dad, you know, did this. No, I know that I led by example. They're going to know to work hard and play harder and they're also going to know, my, my kids know this by heart. They say, work smarter, not harder. Work hard. That doesn't say don't work hard. It says work smarter, but work hard, but work smarter. Don't be dumb about it. Like, utilize your time efficiently. So when they see mom meal prepping, personal training, 
doing online training, doing live model shows. Cause I took my kids to the last art show where I was completely oh. painted. I took them because I want them to see that this is art. It's not just sexualized. It's not just a body. I want them to see that there was also like 60 artists in the room and there was art of all different types of genres on the wall, the music, the live music, the just the culture, the, the environment, the community. And that if anybody were to talk schmack about their mom, they firsthand were able to experience that it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful community that people appreciate, you know, appreciate that. And if that's a, an avenue they want to pursue, you know, it's, it's out there and I'm exposing them to that. Your personality and just your energy is off the roof. It's on different levels. Do you find that guys that want to approach you, they find that intimidating or even more intimidating about you? It's not just you know, obviously your physical looks, but also as well as, wow, this girl's got drive. This girl's on the go. She's not, she's not into settling. Like, do you find that is also another thing that maybe makes you intimidating to, uh, to men? Oh yeah, for sure. But I, th I feel that it's only to men who have bad intentions mm. or who are too weak. And so I feel that if somebody has intentions to be a narcissist or to control me, they clearly know that's not going to happen. So that already <laughs> avoids the situation of me having to confront them or talk to them or waste my time and waste their time. Uh, and then the ones that are, who are weak, who would never be able to handle me just don't even try because they just, they're intimidated. And I'm okay with that because I am who I am. You know, we're, I'm a strong alpha female and in order to, I guess, flow with me or fly with me, you have to, you have to match my energy and match my level because if you get in the way and distract me or try to pull me back, I mean, I'm going to cut you out. Like, like yeah. a, I'm a light switch. Like I could, I, I, I can remove my emotions out the way and say, like business, like when you do a business transaction, you got to take emotions out and say, okay, how is this going to work for you and me? How is this going to be mutual beneficial? And same thing with relationships. I look at relationships like a business. It's a partnership. It, you know, it's not like, oh my God, I hope it's romantic. Like, hmm. no, you know, that's it. There is no fairy tale. You know, it's, it's a business partnership. I wish they would have, I wish Disney would have, you know, or Hallmark would have like, you know, gave it a different perspective growing up and the happy ending is everybody makes money everybody succeeds huh. everybody reaches their goals not oh my gosh i feel butterflies in my tummy oh you make me feel some type of way you know it's more like um i want to make some money type of way i want to i want to travel some type of way i want to live my life some type of way like that to me is like the true definition of success and if you're going to approach me on a relationship level it has to come like a business. Like you got to know what I'm working with. Cause I come to my, I have a table and I'm eating just fine. Cause I meal prep. I have my appetizer. I got my entree. I got my dessert. I got my salad. I got my, uh, I got my different drinks that I want, you know, cleanse a palate. Now I'm going to have my red wine here. I'm going to have my cafecito, my dessert. So, you know, I come to the table good. So if you're, if you want to sit down and eat with me, you got to bring the same amount of value um, that I am. If not, you're not going to sit with me.
You got to bring that Cuban sandwich and you got to bring <laughs> those yeah. stones. You got to bring that. To oh, the I table. love what she said about Walmart. I'm so, so <laughs> sick and tired. Oh, Hallmark, Hallmark. Hallmark. It won't. Yes. Yeah, I hate Walmart too. Yeah, it's true. But, uh, you yeah. know, because it's all fabricated. You know, Valentine's Day thing. Give me a break. It's, it's so cheesy. It's so lame. Yeah. I'm like, why do people like eat this up? This is disgusting. Like, money. this is not. This Makes is not. Because yeah. there are a lot of people, romantics out there. That's why. Yeah. Because they fall into that thing like, oh, my God, at one day of the year, if I don't get you flowers on one day, so that one day out of 364 days doesn't count? So it right. didn't count for the other 364 oh. days? I mean, it's a bullshit you. mental conditioning. <laughs> it is. No, it is. But in terms of your mindset, that's great because, you know, when you, when Jeff brought the question with that, it's, it's very easy to be intimidated, not just from a female perspective, from a male perspective as well, because when you see individuals, at least what I've noticed from my experience, when you notice individuals that, that don't have self-value within themselves, individuals like yourself or people who are out considered alphas become very intimidating to individuals. That's why I said. You carry yourself like a boss because you know your worth. You know your value. You're not going to settle for right. anything less at this settle. stage in your life because you have too much in terms of your family and too much for yourself of what you worked this point to to sacrifice all that. But to that point, 100%. Too, yeah, to that to that point too. In terms of like that, that's why like when I saw how the fact that you know you're you're really like an entrepreneur even growing up, like 18, you got your your degree in becoming a personal trainer, so you were kind of always goal oriented. But with all that being goal oriented, being driven as you are, as you can tell just by talking to you and listening to and seeing all the things you've accomplished, do you allow yourself? Because that's the thing that I I try to work on every single time. Jeff too, who annoys the hell out of me sometimes. I need a break from him, but you need that time to decompress at times. Because it can't always be work. At least that's my mentality. There yeah. has to be some moment where you can have Smell some self-reflection right? and enjoy. I don't enjoy that much, but to enjoy what you've done and what you've accomplished. Do you allow yourself time to do that? Oh, I have to. It's it's a balance. And that's the thing is I couldn't be who I am if I didn't balance myself out with work and you know personal. Because So I have to – this is why – I prefer being single because a lot of people say, oh, how, how are you single? I said, because I choose to be. I'm happily single. People are, there's happily married. I'm happily single. And because when I'm not working and when I'm not on mommy duty, I get to just, you know, like just let go, let loose. I don't have to, you know, turn on the lights. I don't have to put on any makeup. I don't have to entertain anybody. I can just charge my own battery so that in order to, to get hyped up and to get as lit as I do and the energy that you feel right now in order for me to like bring that, I have to allow myself that downtime to decompress, but more so to charge my battery so that I can continue doing it again, like a Cubanizer bunny, you know, wow. I, my Energizer bunny is like, boom, boom. I'm like, so in order for me to have that type of energy, it's it's like vital it's vital for me to like be at home and the times that i did try to date and i needed that downtime dudes just didn't understand they took it personal they like got butt hurt like but but what do you mean like can i can i at least come over while you do that no no like i don't understand yeah. like what you don't get like when i need to decompress like i don't want nobody in my space i don't want nobody in my house I don't care if you're doing something to make me feel good. Like, and they've tried that. Like, oh, well, what if you just lay back and I do this to you? No, I don't want you in my space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I want that, I use my toy, but I don't want that. I just don't want anybody around me. I just want to be left alone. I want to sleep or I want to just, you know, think sometimes without anybody distracting you. So uh, it's vital. 
just yeah. to answer your question. I, I, if, if in order for me to do this, I have to have that. And that's why another thing about the single moms, when they complain that they don't get to see their kids all the time, oh my God, it's a blessing in disguise. Because when the, when your kids are with the father or with the mother, cause I'm talking to men too, you know, if you're in a situation where you have split custody and you're, you're lonely or you're sad because the kids are with the other parent, take that as a beautiful beneficial blessing because that could be time for you to one decompress and charge your battery two clean your damn house um three if you want to go date you can because you're not you don't have your kids in the way um four build your business network go out uh you know find time for you so actually like when i look back and i've done you know self-evaluation and i say would i have wanted to be married and and have that family and i look at my life now and i said i wouldn't have been able to reach the goals that i've already reached and do the things that i do now had i been married and had my kids full time so i believe everything happens for a reason i look at it a silver lining um if something happens to you and it looks bad at you know initially you can change that and turn it into good by how you react to it so it's about being proactive, not reactive. So make it make it work for you. Like make it happen. If you get fired and the door shuts in your face, well, clearly they didn't see your value and they don't deserve your energy. Next, that could be that next door that's gonna help you reach your goal or get to your destination or you get to build your business. So everything happens for a reason. Yeah, no, very well very said well though. Said. I'm that same yeah. mentality too. A lot of, there are a lot of things in this world we can't control. I can't control my tag team partner i can't control him pissing the hell out of me but what i can't control I try, you know is I, my emotion yeah. i can control yes. how those things affect me very well said mia motivation you can follow her ig at mia motivation on twitter at i am mama mia and also on her website mia motivation.com before we let you go i want to play a really quick game with you here because i also saw on instagram that you're going to eventually do a bracket buster on athletes the hottest athletes so what we wanted to do is we wanted to have your opinion on the best looking WWE and AEW wrestlers so some of you might not know which is pretty good though because we're just going to go on on your thing but we want to no bias here exactly. no exactly but we want to play a game and one you might find funny or whatever but you know you'll see when we put we'll put that name out there but so if you want to do it real quick would you mind well what the thing is if i have like some personal relationships with them i don't want oh. them to feel like uh you know how you threw me another bus but what i could do is on the next episode because i would love to come back on with you gotcha. Gotcha. Um, why don't we do that on the next episode it could be Got like it. a like a smash or a pass or it, it could it. be yeah. a punt or pass or something along those effects and i will definitely be ready for that game because i love playing games and right. that would be fun so Let's definitely uh, use that for the next one. All right. So then my final one question then will be this is now what, what advice would you give a 20 year old you knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to a 20 year old Mia Lands? I would say go travel, leave the state, go explore, stay single, stay focused. Don't let nobody get in your way be be relentless on reaching your goals stay hungry never settle and always 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 stay humble that's that is uh that is great advice man spoken uh, like a true boss jeff what can i say <laughs> uh it takes one to know one yeah. what can i say i recognize real real yep. recognizes real yep. iron sharpens iron whatever little you know yes. is here it's the truth yeah. because she is the truth 
Yeah. Look at me your nickname, the truth. You're the yes, truth. Yes, baby, I love it. I love it. I take it. <laughs> she is me a motivation. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. She is me a motivation. Want to thank you so much for coming on the HSP podcast. Uh, anything you want to promote uh, that you have coming up with, uh, going on, and let the audience know. I would just say, just visit my website, miamotivation.com. Uh, I do have these shirts available. Are they available in men's size, Mia? Actually, I have it in both. I have um, okay. small to 4X. So I'm selling those for $30. And um, I'm personally shipping them out myself because the company that I wanted to use online would not accept this um, no. image. So I said, well, you know what? That's I'm wrong. not going to let nobody stop me. I'm going to do wait, it wait, what's, what's wrong with the image? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? It's, I don't know. Apparently, everything, it's, it's, everything that needs to be covered up in society is covered up. I don't know. What exactly. That, I mean, they show more, but. You know what? Haters are going to hate. So let those haters take you to the next level. So I'm personally going to the the post office and shipping it out myself. I have somebody that's already making them. So I'm actually shipping one out today. But yeah, they've been doing really well. A lot of I, even women, women love to see another fit over 40 because I'm 41 years fierce. I don't ever, ever, ever consider myself old. I say fierce. So when I say how fierce are you? That means I'm asking your age. So I turn it that something that's bad into good. So I feel that the more I've lived on this earth, not really older, but the more I've lived on this earth, the better I am. At 31 versus 41, I, I feel and I look better than I did at 31. It's because you, when you know better, you do better. When you do better, you look better and you feel better. So it's all about what you do with your time. And um, so I've made these shirts. Even women love it. I've have. I wear it out and about, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's goals or that's motivating." I'm like, "Beautiful, that's exactly what I wanted." So even you know, it's like good material too. Like sometimes you can tell. It's super comfy. Like yeah. I don't yeah. like. Well, I'm not a t-shirt person, but I it. made sure that the guy picked um, that I selected the right material. Because I'm like, I'm not just gonna sell like t-shirts just to sell them. Like yeah. I really want to wear it myself. And um, and it's just and this was my hold on let me get up. This was my very last fitness competition that I did. So this is very symbolic because I was 39. I wanted to, I wanted to end my 30s like with a, like a, with a boom, with like a mic drop, and it was the most shredded, most fit I've ever gotten. And I just, I didn't, I knew that I was going to retire from bodybuilding and fitness competitions mm -hmm. just because the the politics and the BS that's in it and the amount of, it's just, it's a lot of work. So I, I feel like a lot of yeah. stress too on your body. A too. lot. And it's not, and it's not healthy. Body. It's like a contradiction. Like, you know, when you're promoting health, it's not a healthy sport. So mm -hmm. I say this because people need to live balanced, like be fit, but have fun. Don't deprive yourself of that meal or going out with your family or friends to eat because you have a competition. You know what? Competition is every day. The moment you step outside your house, that's your stage. People are watching when you least likely know it. So I'm competing every day with people who want to tear me down and I'm going to, I'm not going to allow that. I'm going to utilize that and say, okay, well, how can I help them up? Because clearly they're miserable. Clearly they're hurting and you know, misery loves company. So, you know, miserable people want everybody to go down because they don't want to see people move up. So I'm all about empowering people, men and women like, Hey, let's all win. Let's all eat a piece of the pie. Let's all have a piece of that Cuban sandwich. Like, don't be greedy. Like, don't try to eat the cake by yourself. You're going to feel like shit afterwards. You know, like let's all eat, let's all celebrate. Let's all, let's all win and have fun. So I would say the t-shirts are like my, my one thing I want to promote. Um, and my, my website, everything's on my website. Like all my yeah. links, all my services are on my website. So miamotivation.com. 
And thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored and flattered. I loved every second of of being on here with you. So thank you so much. Well, appreciate whoa, 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 Jeff. You, you, you end the show, Jeff, and I have me have a question too. Jeez. Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> yes. Go Your show, Jeff. No, 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 no. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Never mad. Oh, I'm mad at that guy right there next to you. That's what I'm mad at. Because now I want a Cuban sandwich. That's one. And I also yes. want to ask you this question too, just real quick is because uh, I know we're wrapping up here and we appreciate your time. Definitely. Um, but honestly, it's like to see your style rocking the shirts, obviously the apparel looks amazing, right? Love your hair. Love Thank the tag. Love it. I mean, like I said, you're rocking it like a boss. Like always. Is that also part of your journey as a human being? Not only that, but it's like, you know how, for example, in pro wrestling, it's always about the way you stay relevant is always reinventing yourself. Does reinvention for you mean, how you feel at that moment or is it more representative of towards, you know, some people do it for brand purposes. Are you doing it more for yourself or is it more also to kind of help promote the next thing that you're doing or the next project you're doing? That is an amazing question because like shaving my head was never intentional. It was never uh, like premeditated for branding. It honestly, and I don't know if you've seen this and I, I'm sure you can agree, but when people like have a major turning point in their life, they usually, chop their hair off, you know, like yeah, when they have yeah. a breakup or divorce, they like, I'm gonna, you know, or they go through like a crisis, like Britney Spears and they throw, you know, they shave their head. So for me, it was like out with the old and with the new, it was taking the past. Like when I, when I, I started with one side, actually it was like, it, it was, I had my hair to my right to my ass. And then I was like, little by little, I kept chopping it off. So it was like clavicle and then it went to a bob and then it just like slowly kept creeping up. And finally, when I just got to that that aha moment of this is who I am, I'm I'm a butterfly that just you know popped out of her cocoon, and I'm ready to flap my wings and fly and explore the world. That's when I started shaving my head. I was never, I had never wanted that like growing up, or no one ever like really told me that I should do it. It was just kind of like I was in a, in the hair um, salon. And I had this uh, this guy. He was a he was like an Asian guy. He was gay, and he, I loved him. And he was like, you know what? He's like, you need to shave your side. I was like, let's go. Like I just nice. I, it was just I'm very spontaneous. I it's not something like I I'm not the type of girl that has to plan like her outfit out days ahead. I I do it literally like the 30 minutes before I have to leave the house because I'm like, well, how am I feeling? I I don't know if I'm gonna wear when wear this real this. Quick for all guys. God bless you for that. <laughs> I love it. Like I, I don't, I, I don't want to put the time into like thinking about it. I just, no. I'm an artist. You know, just, it's like what I'm feeling. You, me, and Jeff, we're going to get a Cuban sandwich. Hey, let's just go. Go and you're wearing flip flops. Go in your sweats. Go in your flip flops. Go in your sweats. Wear your hoodie. Whatever. Let's just go. Yes, I love a good hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Chancletas and hoodie. Let's go. Let's just eat. You know, it doesn't matter how you look. So, exactly. so I legit. So I shaved one side, and then. Like a couple of days later, I'm just like, I just feel off. I feel like I don't feel balanced. And I love him. I've already told you, I love balance. So I, I went back down, like, dude, can you shave the other side? And it wasn't. And then I started uh, rocking the the mohawk. I call it the 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 mom hawk or the Mia hawk because it wasn't really a mohawk. So uh, I just then started rocking that. And then I kind of got tired of the tail. And so I was like, ah, bump it, shave it. And I just get bored, guys. I just get bored. Yeah, so like. Yeah. So I'll either like color my hair or That's I'll what this like, was. 
This was boring. <laughs> it really was. How many times can you shave a beard or have a goatee? I would go like chin strap, and then I was like, I'm just gonna grow a mustache out. I, I drive my barber. I, I had a mustache, and then I, I grew this back out. My again. barber goes nuts at me because he's like, really? Like we work so hard on one week, and then I change. Right. No, I they see it. In it up. Yeah, and then I see it in a magazine, and then I'm like, oh, this. and he's like, dude, bro, I just, I just, we just went a month because like, it's how you feel at that time, feel. and, and you what, time. how you're showing, presenting yourself is how you're feeling, and, and how yeah, you're feeling, more- and what you're projecting me is happiness, motivation, determination, and also truth. Yeah, that's what it is. yeah, yeah. it's a form of expression, and you know whatever you do. Uh, me again, thank you so much for your time. We'd love to have you back soon on the show, thank and definitely keep in touch because uh, this has been a great interview. We enjoyed every minute of it. Well, thank you so much. I look forward to coming on back and have an amazing day. And don't forget your Cuban sandwiches. Cuban sandwiches and then uh, 30 minute uh, hour uh, cardio. <laughs> Just do 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> All right, Mia, thank you very much. Besitos. Appreciate you.